Good morning, evening, afternoon, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. Welcome to another episode of The End with Adam. You have reached the end, which is great. Celebrate, enjoy, jump up and down. The end of one part of your life is now happened, and we get to enjoy the beginning of something new together. That's what this podcast is about. And that's what I try to bring you every time I do an episode. But before we get into what we typically talk about, our regularly regularly scheduled program, I do want to bring up something that's been in the news. I hate doing that, and I hate harping on stuff that I'm sure you guys have all talked about with each other or heard about or whatever. But this is something that is, uh, it's, it's very close to my heart. It's something that is... I guess the reason why I'm doing this, you know, you all have your inspirations for why you do the things you do. For me, when I was sitting in my dorm back in 2014, 15, hanging out with my boy, Mark, shouts out to Mark Davis. He's been on the podcast. Hopefully he listens to this. If he does, um, stop working out, man, stop working out. It's getting weird. But anyways, we're sitting in the dorm. We're going on YouTube and we found this guy called Joe Rogan. And uh, back then he was doing a show called the Ice House Chronicles, where all he would do is just interview comedians, get crack jokes, talk about insanely inappropriate shit, and it would go on for like three hours. And it was the best kind of content I'd ever seen at that time. Prior to that, I was a movie guy, and I still am a movie guy. I mean, I could, and I will, do plenty of episodes where all I do is give you movie recommendations, but... The podcast world was opened to me by Joe Rogan. I would not have really have known about podcasts had I not clicked that link back there in 2015 and just got hooked immediately. One of the things that hooked me about him was his honesty, his ability to tell you from the jump, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just here talking shit. I've got a platform and it's supposed to be a funny podcast. And I hope you laughed. If you didn't, I'm sorry. And that was kind of his attitude for a long time. Let's go to about a year or so ago. You know, COVID happens, uh, the world changes, and so does comedy. Uh, The way that comedy is done, the way that comedians have to interact with their audience, uh, all of it changed overnight pretty much. And because Joe Rogan is a part of that community and because that was something that affected him very deeply, although he had moved to Spotify, um, I think he felt the shift in the air. And as a result, he started bringing on a lot of guests that were talking specifically about COVID. Um, Those guests didn't necessarily have the exact party line that they should have had. uh, The line that, I guess, CNN or the CDC or whoever it is that's controlling how we think and what we think about COVID. um, Those guests that he brought on didn't share those opinions. And... uh, As time went on, we saw this increase over the past couple of months, the attack columns, the why are we listening to Joe Rogan columns, the is Joe Rogan secretly a racist column, is he an alt-right column, and now here we are finally at the supercut where they found him saying nigger over and over and over again in many different podcasts throughout the years. Do I agree with letting white people just go around saying nigger all the time no i'm black i think that shit is fucking offensive and it's stupid do i think that it's appropriate in any context to just be saying it willy-nilly no because i think it opens up the door to accidentally say it when it's not appropriate it's just something that shouldn't be said however 
am I going to throw out my entire six years of being invested in someone who I look up to as a uh, really as an inspiration for podcasting because he said a word that I didn't like, uh, usually in context, uh, meaning uh, a part of a larger story. Am I going to listen to that or watch that one clip and say, hey, you know what? Fuck Joe Rogan. He's a racist. I'm done. Um, No, I'm not going to do that. And I don't think anybody sane is going to do that either. I think for the people who are like me, who are black, who listen to him, definitely wasn't something that we loved hearing. Um, I appreciated it when he would, uh, you know, try to couch it or explain that the only reason why he's saying it is because there's a part that of a story that he needs to tell in which it's important to say that the times in which he was telling stories where it wasn't important to say that. And he said it anyways, I try to chalk it up to he's being an edgy comedian. Now, that's about all the slack I can cut this guy. You're a grown up. You're an adult. You're also a professional Hollywood celebrity. You know what you should be saying and what you shouldn't be saying. The thing is, his podcast started so long ago that he was not a household name. He was still barely the fear, the fear factor guy. I remember having to explain who Joe Rogan was even before I could get into why you should listen to his podcast. That wasn't even that long ago. So for him to ascend to these heights where now he's a household name, uh, you know, it really does catch the attention of not just you and I, but also the people that control the media. So you have to understand that when we're being told to be outraged about something, it's not because any of that is actually particularly outrageous, although it may be offensive. You're asking to be outraged about something because there is competition in a place where there used to not be competition. And the way that companies typically handle competition is they try to destroy that competition as quickly and as swiftly as possible. And what I'm saying to you as my listeners is that if you enjoy podcasts like mine, podcasts like Joe Rogan, podcasts like The Tim Dillon Show, not that I've got anywhere near close to a catalog as beautiful as theirs, but my point is if you like a show that's not politically correct, that tells you the truth about how someone feels and tries to relate that to you, then this is your fight too. Joe Rogan's fight has to do with you. It actually has a lot to do with you because if they're silencing Joe Rogan, you're next. And this is not uh, a one of those things that, oh, be scared. It's about the reality of how censorship works. And I hate hearing podcasts where people talk about censorship and council culture and all that shit. But this is that one time where it's gotten to a point now where we as podcast listeners, people that love podcasts, we need to be showing our support for Joe Rogan. We need to at least just let him know, hey, it was wrong what you did, but I forgive you and you shouldn't be deplatformed for doing something six years ago or saying something out of context that was clearly made to look you to make you look bad and made with bad intentions. I think just us supporting him in that way can start to create a groundswell that he needs to stay to stay on board and really to uh, keep the podcast going because it's what we as big podcast uh, fans like myself it's one of the main main events it's like uh, somewhere someone were to cancel you know your favorite football game you know on 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 monday nights just because uh antonio brown decided to wall out and now the whole game's canceled you feel kind of shitty about that wouldn't you um, well, let's think of Joe Rogan as our Antonio Brown right now. He wilded it out, but let's not cancel the game. Um, but that's all I got to say on that subject. I do want to move on. I do want to get into some other stuff today. So I just felt like at this point, something needed to be said. This was something near and dear to my heart. 
And I hope if you're a podcast fan that you've been watching this closely and it's something that, you know, you care about as well. Uh, and if there's any way, if you guys got any, any ideas as to how we can better support Joe, uh, email me. Let's talk about it. I, if I got to go on fucking Twitch and fucking just sit there and talk about how I felt as a black person and how I can forgive him and why I'm forgiving him and why even though there is forgiveness, what he did is still wrong. I can say all the things and hit all the right beats just so that we can move forward with this because there is no voice stronger in these kinds of conversations than the voice of those who are claiming to, or not claiming, but are uh, being told that they're being oppressed. If someone is telling you that you're being oppressed, it's important for you to speak up and give your perspective. Otherwise, they will take advantage of you being an oppressed class. It doesn't matter. That's just how it works. That's how they operate. That's by they, I mean the people on Twitter, the watchdogs, the people that want to pretend like they're here as our moral voice of reason. They're not. This is a coordinated attack to try to get somebody off the air who is completely uh, and totally disrupting uh, the way that news media works in this country. Uh, so if you're into that, like I am, support the guy let me know what the best way is check out my website contact me www.theendwithadam.com and uh please you know uh any kind of i guess general ideas let's let's just kind of powwow about what can we do to kind of counteract this narrative i'd love to hear it i'd love to have that conversation but anyways that's the end of this segment let's get on to something fun and uh yeah love you guys Okay, on to a segment we haven't done in a little bit. Uh, just an anonymous message board post, uh, something that I think we have talked about in other episodes, specifically some more recent episodes, um, just about anxiety in general, and I wanted to focus in on that a little bit today. So I'm going to read this anonymous post from an anonymous poster on an anonymous message board. I will not tell you which one. Don't ask. It's not important. What's important is the message. So here we go. It is called Anxiety Solutions, and it says, Hi, friends. For those of you that live with daily anxiety, how do you cope with it? Is there any substance or anything I can take illegal or legal or prescribed? Are there any natural remedies from stuff from nature or therapy like CBT? Now, what this guy's really asking is, how do I get rid of something that is bothering me, and how do I get rid of it in an effective way? There are pharmaceutical medications for people that have chronic anxiety or depression that if you go to a you know, licensed professional and explain your situation, um, you, know, you can have that discussion with them. But before you go down the road of pharmaceuticals, uh, because I can tell you from experience that those are not something you want to uh, self-medicate with, um, the best thing you should definitely do is CBT cognitive behavioral therapy. I am currently in CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, shouts out to Jeannie. I don't know if she listens to this podcast, but she's a Michigan um, a therapist, a very, very kind lady, and has really, really helped me out when I needed it. And the great thing about CBT, if you find the right person for you, is that it doesn't need to be this thing where you're like Tony Soprano sitting on a couch every week. You can call them, you can Zoom them, you can just do it in the way that makes you feel comfortable. They're there to help you. They're not there, well, the good ones aren't there to just, you know, make you feel like you're feeling better and then move forward. Uh, they do focus in, at least the good ones again, 
on each individual patient and make sure that your needs are met in terms of finding the correct coping mechanisms to deal with anxiety. I can tell you from my experiences with anxiety, which have been really serious and I've you know had to come up with actionable solutions, meaning things that I can do in the moment to reduce my anxiety that aren't drug related. And I would say the number one thing that has helped me out is breathing exercises, guys. This sounds so fucking goddamn stupid and I hate telling people that this works because I wish it wasn't this simple. I wish there was some uh, ritual that we had to do where we could slaughter a cow and then all of a sudden all of our uh, you know, anxieties of the day are gone. I wish it was like that. But unfortunately, just like your anxiety is self-induced, the way to get out of that anxiety is also going to be self-induced. So here's a good tip, breathing exercise that you can try out. What you do is, real simple, breathe in for five seconds, count to five. Hold for five seconds, count to five. And then release slowly while you count to five. Get all the air out of your lungs. Now, guess what? You're going to keep doing that. You're going to do that probably five times. And what you'll realize is that whatever existential problems that's causing your anxiety didn't go away, obviously. But that physical, physiological response of antsiness, anxiousness, uh, just anger in general, feeling like you uh, are about to jump out of your own skin, that does go away if you do those breathing exercises. So they're temporary fixes. Uh, they're definitely something that you can use to uh, momentarily subside the anxiety. However, it is not a cure. Now, when it comes to if he, she's, he, if this person, it could be a woman, is looking for professional help for anxiety, absolutely take it. But please be careful because. There are some doctors that will try everything that they can before they give you an extremely addictive medication, uh, like something like uh, Ativan or any kind of benzo. And then there are other doctors that they'll just write you a script and say, you know, good luck, Charlie. See you see at the rehab center. So, you know, you have to be very careful as to who you go to and who you consult with because uh, anxiety is an incredibly common thing that a lot of people go uh, looking for help for. And there's a lot of different solutions to get rid of it. Um, I know that I don't like hearing about physical exercise and all that bullshit uh, because I do it and I sometimes still feel like shit, but it's a good way to start. You know, if you start habits like those breathing exercises and then taking a fucking walk, taking a motherfucking walk, uh, whether it's cold or whether it's sunny or not, I used to give myself the excuse, oh, it's not sunny out or it's too cold. I might as well just stay in bed all day and think about everything that I've done that's wrong in my life. Or I could get up and occupy my mind with facing that cold, facing the, the elements, being in weather. Um, that's what we were supposed to do as humans. So when, when you're in this you know, recycled uh, air-conditioned room and you're wondering why your body doesn't feel aligned, it's be probably because it hasn't gotten that experience of being outside in the environment that we were built for so that could be a big part of it too um i i don't want to assume anything more because this guy was very very vague as to what was causing his anxiety he just wanted help and i'm telling him 
you know, for some people, the only thing that does work is pharmaceuticals. But before you go there, try those breathing exercises. Try taking long walks without headphones uh, if, you, if you can. Sometimes, like I said in other episodes, I cheat. I'll listen to music. I'll probably cheat today and listen to music and, and not walk around with headphones. However, it really does help to clear your mind and to kind of get your brain to process, get your brain moving, walking, uh, does do that for you. So, uh, these are again, temporary fixes. If things don't get better, if the anxiety seems to be getting worse, you should contact a professional and that professional should probably be a cognitive behavioral therapist. Uh, a good one will give you a free consultation and you can at least outline the things you want to work on. The best thing about therapy is that they're only going to work on the things that you want to work on. They're not going to pry. They're not going to ask you things that you don't want to talk about. But if you're not honest with them, then it won't work. So you have to create an agenda, set that agenda, and try to complete that agenda. And it's their job to get you there. So if you you know, have to write it down uh, before you talk to her or him or whoever your therapist ends up being, uh, do that. You know, Create a real plan, a goal, an action. Like, I want to be able to not feel this way and hear the things that I want to work on that will help me not feel this way. You know, instead of just saying, oh, I need help. Please help me. I'm, I feel anxious. Like, that's going to waste your time and you're going to end up spending more money than you need to. Um, if you don't have health care, I believe they're about $100 an hour. Uh, I think most of them will do 30-minute sessions for $50. If you do have health care, your copay should be anywhere between, you know, $30 to $25. Uh, so, um, you know, I really hope you do have health care. If you don't, man, it, it's tough, dude. It's tough. But try those breathing breathing exercises. Try to see if you can get free consultations. And another great thing um, that a lot of people don't think about, if you just need like free group therapy, you may not have like a drug problem or drug addiction, but go to an AA meeting. An AA meeting can almost be like a stand-in for a therapy. If you go to the right one or you meet the right people, you'll know pretty fast if you're at the right one. But you should try it. Go somewhere where other people are dealing with crushing anxiety, and it could be for different reasons, but the issue is still the same. And uh, AA does give you at least an outlet to discuss those things with strangers uh, who aren't going to judge you, who have their own issues, and just want to help each other heal. So uh, maybe check that out. That could that could really be a good uh, a good outlet for you. Um, but that's that's what I got on that guy. I I I feel him, man. Like anxiety just cannot it will not does not stop it's just always in the background just kind of burning there so i get it but there's ways to mitigate how much it affects your life and that is what you should focus on focus on the things you can control and learn how to deal with the things that you can't but you'd be surprised what you can control so that's what i got for that guy and that's what i got for this segment now let's move on huh hey do you guys like music don't you hate when people ask you that <laughs> like there's that funny joke on uh so that mo- the movie uh funny people with uh i believe it was seth rogan and well he says this to Aud- audrey plaza i forgot who the second uh, joseph gordon levitt so uh he or no i don't, I don't think jo- that, that's in 4040 so in funny people um there's this scene where uh fucking uh, seth rogan asks Aud- aubrey plaza hey do you like music and she like looks at him like he's insane she's did you just ask me if I like music? Like, who doesn't like music? 
Uh, but <laughs> I find myself asking people that all the time just to, you know, start the conversation about music. But I just think it's funny. It's like, yeah, who doesn't like music, obviously? So uh, hold on one second, guys. Actually, I got to pause. This. Sorry about that one, guys. I uh, had something pop up. Anyways, I was talking about music, wasn't I? And that means I'm going to give you guys some uh, good old-fashioned music recommendations for the end of this episode here. Because um, I got some announcements to make at the end. And this is going to be a short one because I've been noticing my shorter episodes you guys listen to. You don't like to hear me talk for more than about 30 minutes. So I heard you out. And that's pretty much how the podcast is going to go. Unless I've got guests or something more important. But these one-mans are going to be 30 minutes from now on. Um, unless you want more. Tell me. Email me, adamalbari at gmail.com, A-D-A-M-A-L-B-A-A-R-I, at gmail.com. Anyways, music, okay, here goes. Top three right now, songs you should be listening to. Uh, number one, any song by Mall Grab. Mall Grab, you should be listening to Mall Grab. Mall Grab, M-A-L-L space G-R-A-B, Mall Grab. Um, I Love Can't Take It No More. But there's tons of other songs. There's Feel You. There's uh, Liverpool. There's, oh shit, sorry. I drank some kombucha this morning and it will not quit. Uh, but yeah, uh, Mall Grab, Mall Grab, Mall Grab, Mall Grab. Listen to Mall Grab. Uh, now, that was electronic music. So let's go to the rap scene. Who am I going to recommend for rap music? What do you think? It's going to be D Savage, guys. D Savage. That's a D with the word Savage after it. Best songs, his new album, Turn It Up, Stay Alert, Stick in the Trunk. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. This is a guy you should be following, paying attention to, listening to a lot of his music. IDC, uh, uh, featuring Trippy Red with him, uh, is a absolute classic. I'd put that in the blue bluegrass category, not even rap. I mean, we're talking about something that transcends both genres uh, and must be listened to immediately. So let's go ahead and just recap there. That's Mall Grab and D Savage, uh, specifically the song IDC or his new album BPL, which features the songs Turn It Up, Stay Alert, and uh, Stick in the Trunk, which is my favorite song right now by him. So uh, go ahead and check those uh, two artists out, and I'll give you guys some more recommendations as time goes on. Ooh, oh, wait, did I forget something? Did I forget a... There, there may be another artist that should be on your playlist uh, that I almost forgot to tell you about. No, actually, I didn't for almost forget. I just... Uh, this is one of those that... I feel like it's sort of a no-brainer, right? We should all be listening to this guy. This isn't something that I should even really need to tell you. But I run a podcast, so I should do this public service announcement. That service announcement includes the fact that Lucky, spelled L-U-C-K-I, uh, has released a song uh, called Faith that needs to be listened to very, very carefully. Uh, otherwise, um, you're really just wasting your time if you're listening to music that's not that. Uh, frankly, whatever it is, I don't know if it's the Kinks or some other bullshit electronic music, whatever it is that you think you listen to, um, check these music recommendations out, give them a good couple listens, and then come back to me and tell me I'm wrong. Uh, again, you can always email me. I don't need to say it again, do I? Should I? No. No, 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 I'm not going to. Okay, so here's the big news. Um, I'm moving to a network that's going to be available to watch this show uh, with a visual aid that's going to be streamed on Twitch live every week. 
Uh, right now, some things are still in the works as to when that's going to be. But uh, this network, this show is now officially uh, still my show, and I still am the king and will always be the king, the king of all kings. However, um, I do have uh, some uh, outside investors that are helping me make this a better product. So from here on out, you're going to get some good little intro music. Uh, you're going to get some really cool uh, extra content in terms of the visual aids that are going to be uh, accompanying this podcast. You can always listen to it while you're doing something. Put it up on uh, one of the many screens I'm sure we all have. And uh, just kind of let it run and uh, watch some of the cool visuals. Uh, if you are a weed smoker, this is the best thing I could possibly offer you because it is a great experience. Just kind of chill out after a long day. Uh, let me run my mouth and then watch these incredible visual aids that my team um, has put together. On top of that, we will also have music mixes that play right after my podcast. So uh, when you go onto this stream, it's going to be uh, hosted by R Digital. That's just the letter R with the word digital after it. Uh, R Digital is going to be the channel. Uh, you'll be able to find it on a Twitch stream. And like I said, it's in the works as to what the name of that stream will be. But don't worry. There'll be an episode before we're full, uh, fully wheels up. So you'll get more information then. But get excited. We're going to get a really good product out of this. You guys are going to love where this podcast is going. And uh, keep listening. Keep uh, giving me a chance because Lord knows I've given you all a chance. All of you. You, you, and you. Anyways, this has been another great episode of The End with Adam. And we're actually at the end. So that means begin your day the right way. Love you, baby.